Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. He loves me. He's 23. He loves Grand Theft Auto and cheesy garlic bread. On this episode of The Commercial Break. Welcome to Chili's. How many in your party? <laughs> I'm in the industry. I DJ electronic music. I don't know if you also noticed there was electronic music playing inside the Chili's. So uh, we'll take the nicest table you have. Chef's table, please. <laughs> right next to where they fry the awesome blossoms. Only the finest awesome blossom sauce for us, please. We're in the industry. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Yeah, boy! Oh, yeah, cats and kittens. Welcome back to another episode of The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is the beautiful Kristen Joy Holdley, who also happens to be my best friend and my co-host. I love you very much. Best to you. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Okay, I, I promise I won't spend the whole episode on this. I promise. <laughs> okay. I promised people. People are now getting irritated. So I promise I won't spend the whole time on this. <laughs> but I do have to mention, did you see the craziness that went on with that Taylor Swift concert down in Brazil? Yes. Uh, over the weekend? Yeah, That's I think nuts. so. Okay. So for those who are not in the loop, Taylor Swift, she's going to do a concert in Rio. Yeah. She's going to do it at a big stadium. The Heat Index... On the day that she's supposed to do this concert, which is Saturday of this last weekend, the heat index, that is the humidity plus the temperature, the way it feels against your skin, 138 degrees Fahrenheit. That is fucking fire, dude. Yeah, that's that's like frying egg on the street. The frying egg on your head. (laughs) Yeah. 138 (laughs) degrees. There is no human that that should be 138 degrees no. for an extended period of time. Wow. None whatsoever. People are waiting in line literally for weeks because it's all general admission on the floor, which oh. first and foremost is an absolutely balls idea. Why in the world you would put general for her, admission? For her show. For, for her yeah. show, for sure. People are they're insane over Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And so then to cram a bunch of people, but the promoters are trying to make as much money as they can. Ticketmaster trying to make as money as they can. Live Nation, all these people. So an unfortunate incident occurred when one of the fans had some kind of heat stroke and then mm, passed away. Okay, right? I did Young see girl. That. Yeah. Everybody's up in arms. Everyone's upset. You know, they're opening up an investigation. So so she makes some comment on her Instagram. I can't say much because I don't know much, but my heart is broken. Right. And then a couple hours later, she cancels the concert. And so everybody is, or not everybody, but some people are understandably upset. They came all the way to Brazil from other places around South America to see her, maybe even from, you know, I don't know, across the ocean or whatever. They have travel plans. They have hotels booked. They paid thousands of dollars for these tickets. They're upset that Taylor canceled this. And they've been waiting in line for fucking weeks. They've been sitting in tents for weeks waiting to get a good space. And then Taylor cancels the concert. And some people are understandably upset about the decision to to cancel the concert. But they weren't giving out water. They closed the ventilation system so that the people outside of the Coliseum, the arena, could not hear the concert. So they closed the ventilation system. 
it's like it's inhuman. It's inhumane what these people were doing, these concert promoters were doing. So she cancels the concert. People get all up in arms. And I got to say something. She absolutely did the right fucking thing, but it was not her decision. I can promise you this right now. Taylor, Taylor can scream and yell all she wants about, I want the concert, I don't want the concert. It's not up to her. It's up to the insurance companies, the management, and the promotion, unless Taylor herself is sick or she just walks off stage for some mm-hmm. reason. These are decisions that are made amongst many people, including sure. government officials. This isn't like Taylor's going, I don't think it's safe, let's not do this. This is, it is insane to put on a concert like this, let's call the insurance company and make sure it's covered. And that, and only that, will get a, uh, a concert canceled in these situations. In my experience, I'm sure Jeff could could probably back right. me up on this. Mm-hmm. He buys rain insurance and mm-hmm. risk insurance and all that stuff. Yes. It's crazy expensive. It's terribly expensive for all this, but this is exactly why you buy it. In case of shit. In case shit goes down. Mm-hmm. Somebody died. It's 138, feels like 138 degrees out there. The promote, local promoters and security officials are making terrible decisions about people's health and safety. And so rightfully, in their right mind, someone called the insurance company and said, if we cancel the concert, is this, will we get our, <laughs> will we get our money? Yeah. Will we get paid back? And the insurance company probably said yes, because it's 130, it feels like 138 fucking degrees outside. That's insane. In the wake of this, the Brazilian government says, not only about Taylor Swift's concert, but all events across the nation must provide free bottled clean drinking water to anybody that asks that for sense. it. And you got to open the ventilation system. You got to open the ventilation system. That's like, you're going to kill people. You're going to kill people. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like how anybody, I understand if I'm sitting there and I spent thousands of dollars on a hotel room and tickets and all that, but it's not worth dying for. No, it's not worth dying for. There's been a death. There could be more. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I think they made the right decision. Well, that whole trip was had reschedules and cancellations and things. Cause that's, you know, when Travis flew down, Asher was explaining to me mm-hmm. that it's just a different world. I mean, obviously, it's a different world. It's a different culture. It's a different yes. world. And she said that in all of these concerts in Venezuela, it was all general admission. Mm-hmm. And that she went to some concert, and I can't remember the name of the artist, but she went to some concert that was equally as popular in Venezuela as Taylor Swift is here or in across the world. And that people waited in line for hours and hours and hours and to get up and get a, a good seat. She was yeah. with one of her friends. And when they got inside and they were waiting for the concert to start... It was so crowded so and there was packed. so much body heat that she looked over and her friend was like, looked like a ghost. She was not well. And she was kind of, you know, swaying back and forth. And so Astrid had to grab her, yank her, pull her a couple hundred yards back to the back of the, just to get, just some, to get space some space and, air. and get, get somebody to help. Mm-hmm. So the security came over, they helped, like some medical personnel helped. Yeah. Um, and she was unwell. And Astrid was like, for the rest of the concert, we just stood in the back. It's like, it's not worth dying no. for. No. <laughs> Just to be up closer? Yeah. Got to settle down. It's Taylor Swift. <laughs> we have Spotify. We can figure this out. Like, we can have a good night with Taylor. We don't need to be cramming ourselves. But even when in the concert that Astrid and I went to, the Taylor Swift concert mm-hmm. that we went to, there were seats all across the floor. Everybody in the building had a seat. Had there was seat. no one standing up to see Taylor Swift. I mean, everyone was standing up, but there was no one standing without a seat. Right. Right? Randomly. Yes. But the amount of body heat that was generated in that SoFi stadium that was air-conditioned, by the way. And it was a lovely night. Like, it wasn't particularly warm outside, right? It wasn't super hot. Um, I got to tell you, it was very warm in there. Very warm. And people were pushing the rows of seats were, like, tied together, Uh right? They had these clips on them that were tied together, locked together. And there was those folding chairs. So we were in a row that probably had 20 chairs. We were up closer to the stage on the floor, had 20 chairs locked Mm -hmm. together. People were lit as the show started, were literally pushing, surging forward, surging forward and pushing the chairs forward. And by the time we, by the middle of the concert, we had like six inches of total room available to stand. And there was, <laughs> it would be uncomfortable to sit. I know, but people go fucking nuts. Yeah. They go fucking nuts. It's just a concert. <laughs> now, I understand this. I was in 33P. I do, right. I do get it. I do get I do get how people can... Go wild. They go wild, Chrissy. They went <laughs> wild. They literally did not provide medical attention when I split my head wide open or the time my ear was bleeding on stage. 
<laughs> no one provided <laughs> medical attention. <laughs> well, there was the, the the smoke machine too that was creating. <laughs> it created a lot of uh, a lot of chaos on stage. Yeah. Yes, so much chaos that I couldn't see the stage, and <laughs> I walked directly off. off it. Sunny side off. <laughs> wow, man, he really committed to that song, didn't he? You see him, he fell. Oh, look at his head. His brain's coming out like a little fried egg there. Should we help him? Nah, he's all right. Part of the show. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell. There's too much fog in here. <laughs> Why so much fog machine? <laughs> so much fog. Oh, six people watching. Yeah. <laughs> it was not worth it. <laughs> Speaking oh, of crowded events, did you check out uh, Formula One, F1? I did not watch. What? I didn't watch it, but I read about it, and people were up in arms too about the Vegas venue. Yeah. I guess I went to Vegas like three months ago. Was it four yeah, months ago? That's right for you that podcast conference. conference in the world's worst Roach Motel. <laughs> right. It was a terrible hotel. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, text me, and I'll let you know which one to avoid. I'm not going to say it here online, but it was terrible. It was <laughs> gross, nasty. Um. And so we went in all over Las Vegas. Every street we drove on had some kind of construction going on. And the cab drivers or the Uber drivers kept complaining about all this construction. Mm -hmm. But none of them made it quite clear that F1 was coming. And since I'm such a sports guy, uh, I have no fucking <laughs> right. clue, right? <laughs> yeah. no fucking clue. I don't even know what F1 racing is. I'm, I didn't get into it. I'm not the, I didn't watch that Netflix. Uh, it's good, actually. It? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to watch it. Uh -huh. So... I could, we couldn't figure out why all this fencing, all these all these things are being uh, temporary structures are being constructed. Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure it out. So I figured it out on Saturday when I saw all the F1 and <laughs> I'm here, I'm editing. I'm actually not editing. I'm trying to fix the wires in this yes, studio <laughs> for the three millionth time in the TCB history. <laughs> And I'm watching a football game here, Chrissy. I'm watching Whoa. a football game. Yes, I am. I'm watching the Oregon State game. And then all what of a sudden, what made you watch that? Uh, it was just on, or you had a. Can stake I be honest in it? with you? No, I had no stake in it. <laughs> what I like a gambler. You called your bookie. I only take bets that I know I'm going to lose. <laughs> That's right. That's the safe way to do <laughs> That's things. That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I usually do that with my you know family savings and life yes. rent money. <laughs> your nest egg. My nest egg. <laughs> nest egg. <laughs> This podcast is going to put that nest, going to crack that nest egg <laughs> wide open. Uh, you know what? You want me to be honest with you? I, here's the reason why I started watching college football this year more than I have in past years. Do I'm tell. watching the dogs, and then I'm trying to get in on some of the more important games because every time that my brothers get together, you know, they're all talking college football, oh, and I have okay. no fucking clue. So I want to just for once be able to join in on this conversation or at least understand what they're talking about. <laughs> but when you have no idea who's playing for what team or even what team has what color jersey, then you're really not informed. And it's right. <laughs> and even my jokes aren't funny when I don't know what I'm talking about, which is like half the commercial break. <laughs> so now I understand why people don't like it. <laughs> but that's the truth is I just want to fit in a little bit. Right. I want to be able to talk and for... 20 years they've been watching this college football. 20 years they're invested in this Georgia Bulldogs. 20 years. Oh, every yeah. Sunday they're talking about Saturday football. Every Monday they're talking about Sunday football. And I am just as clueless as I could be. So I decided I'm just, if I have the time, if it's not bothering my otherwise family events, then I'm just going to watch so I can be clued in. So I was like, I was so proud. We had our, uh, one of our Thanksgivings on Sunday, and I was so proud of myself because I'm like, hey, Pat, what about the offensive line on uh, the Georgia Bulldogs <laughs> this weekend, huh? And he's like, yeah, yeah, they were, they were really good. It was, a, it was a great. Uh, do you know what an offensive line is? I have no clue, but I heard somebody say it on the... <laughs> I know it's a thing. Yeah, I knew it's a thing. I was taking notes on the color commentary. <laughs> I know there's a line. I know there's a line, and there's an offense, and so whatever they do, that's a good thing. It looked and good. I, It looked great. They did great. <laughs> How about that option slot, huh? How about the option slot? Patrick's like, what's an option slot? <laughs> like, I don't know, slot option? You don't know? Option slot? You don't know? <laughs> Come on, man. I thought you were a football guy. I read all up on it. It's an option slot. It's when you uh, say, hey, I'm going to option the slot. I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's when there's two girls at the bar with you, not just one. It's an option slot. <laughs> so I was so proud of myself. But then during watching one of these football games, I saw Las Vegas F1 starts at 1 a.m. And I was like, 1 a.m.? What in the, even for Vegas, that's super late. That's 10 o'clock at night. 
Who the fuck is watching this at 10 o'clock at night? In America, a sports event doesn't start at 10 o'clock at night. That's not it. But lo and behold, it started at 1 o'clock in the morning, so everybody else in the world could watch it at some kind of appropriate time. Ah, that makes sense. But man, they had an hour and a half long uh, like pre-race special. Chrissy, I, did, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Guy was walking through the crowd. Like there was all the people were on the track looking at the cars or doing the whatever they do. Yeah. And this guy was walking around this bright green jacket. And apparently he's a famous uh, broadcaster for doing famous F1 guy. And his job is to go down on the track before the race, find famous people and have exactly three seconds with them. Right. (laughs) And so he asks no questions that are important. He says he's doing this all off the cuff and he's literally having a... I don't know how to say it, like a stream of consciousness conversation <laughs> going on with himself in between the people he can find. Okay. So here he is. Ready? So let's pretend it's Chrissy Hoadley. Okay. I'll think I see Chrissy Hoadley over here. Let's go have a word with Chrissy. Chrissy, first time at F1. First time we're seeing you at F1. What do you think? <laughs> Looks great. Fantastic. Okay. Let's go over here. People all over the place. I can't even see. That guy's small. That girl's tall. I don't understand why she's wearing that. Look at those boots. Who wears boots? I've never seen something so crowded. I think a lot of these people are high on cocaine, if I'm being honest here. I need a drink. If these people would just move out of my way, where's Darren? Darren, get over here. Where's my producer? Darren. Oh, there's Darren. Shaquille O'Neal. Who are you running for? Who are you voting for? Who's going to win the race? Go F1. Fantastic, Shaq. Thank you very much. Goddamn people in my way all the time. Who stepped on my foot? Stop it. Stop it. I've had a whole career. I've made a career out of this. People don't respect me. But he wasn't getting the attention that he wanted, so he was having this stream of consciousness. Just talking, talking, talking. He was talking, but he was like talking <laughs> shit the entire time. He's, he walks by Shaq. He asks Shaq a question. Shaq gives him like a one-word answer and then walks right. by, right? Shaq has more important things to do than talk to the leprechaun in a green outfit with a microphone in his hand. And so this is what he says. He goes, Oh, no problem. I guess Shaq said this. Um, he said, go team Hamilton. That's what he okay, said. The three yeah. words. I go like team Hamilton. Hamilton. Right. Lewis Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So he says, go team Hamilton. And so he goes, go team Hamilton. I guess that's all I get out of Shaq today. It's okay. <laughs> I've, I've had a wonderful career. I guess it doesn't matter if you talk to me or if you don't. Just keep on moving on. I guess we've got more important people to talk to than ESPN live across the world. Don't worry about it, Shaq. And I'm like, holy shit. Who left this unhinged small man running around this track with all these celebrities <laughs> who does that what is it who's making these decisions espn somebody's got to get a hold of this guy he's 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 out of his brain chrissy he's out of his mind he's talking to himself the whole time and they literally he, they had 30 minutes of this uncut so they, they they did not go to the studio they did not go back to the the other lady across the way they didn't do anything they for 30 minutes him. they left it on him (laughs) he walked around the track he talked to celebrities for less than five seconds and then he made fun of the crowd the entire time you know (laughs) don't understand why everyone's walking this way it's that way i can't get it i don't know i've never seen a crowd like this it's crazy i guess vegas is vegas it's all about the show and i thought to myself if i'm f1 i'm pulling the plug on this motherfucker right goddamn now right (laughs) goddamn now that's for sure because he was a little unhinged, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Vegas got to him. Vegas got to him. Okay, let's take our first break, and then we'll be right back with more shenanigans here on TCB. Hello again, my little podcast pals. It's Christina, and I am just here to remind you once again to go on over to TCBpodcast.com because that is where all of our episodes live. Want to get involved with the show? Leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3 if you don't want your voice played on the show because, look, I get it, I'm only here under duress. You can text us instead at 855-TCB-8383. And as always, please remember to go follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. And also, don't forget about our precious little YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Commercial Break. I promise those videos are worth your time. Now, let's listen to some sponsors, and then we'll get back to whatever they were talking about. This episode is sponsored in part by our good friends at Uncommon Goods. All right, Christmas is coming up. We're all doing the mad dash to figure out what everybody wants. Go to the stores, buy online, all that other stuff. But me personally, and my brothers can tell you this, I like to be very unique about my gift giving. So unique that no one has any clue what I'm thinking when I get them a present. In other words, I get gag gifts every year for my brothers and some of my immediate family. And I always love to see their faces when they open up the gift. Disappointed they didn't get anything real, but they get a good chuckle. No. 
nonetheless. I am so pleased that Uncommon Goods is now making it much easier for me to find these particular items. And it's not just about fun and gag gifts. They have everything. Home items, decor, corporate gifts, jewelry. If you need it, they have it. This is a truly unique shopping experience. Everything you see is made by small artists and independent businesses. These items are often very unique and handmade. I was on the website this morning looking for my gag gifts, and they have a whole section of fun and quirky gifts. Two things stood out to me. Number one, they actually have a phone jail. It's like a cage, like a small cage with a phone holder in it for like three or four phones, and then there's a lock. And if you have the key, no one's getting their phones. I hope my wife never finds that particular gift. How about this one? An actual game, a board game called Ganja Land. That's going to be fun for all the kids. I really like this company, and they like you. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash TCB. That's uncommongoods.com slash TCB for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we are all out of the ordinary. And that's something every TCB listener can agree upon. Again, go to uncommongoods.com slash TCB for 15% off your first gift. Go to this website. You'll have a ton of fun. And thank you to Uncommon Goods for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Martin Brundle. Martin Brundle is the interviewer's name who's down on the on the grid. Martin Brundle. Martin Brundle. Good old Br- Martin Brundle. Oh, Grundle Bundle? Yeah, he's a Grundle Bundle for <laughs> sure. He's a fussy Grundle Bundle too. <laughs> I've been in these business for 40 years, Shaq. I deserve some respect. Please don't step on me. By the way, Shaq is the largest human being he's I have so ever funny. seen in my entire life. Yeah, he's just all over large. Yes. Like, yes. So he, Martin was right about one thing. It was very crowded down on that track. Now, despite what I might, my musings here on the commercial break, I actually have seen a few F1 races. And the, and I know Martin Brundles, he does his thing. He is a longtime respected reporter. He gets to talk to all the celebrities while they're down in the grid, quote unquote, which is when they line up uh-huh. in their appropriate places in their boxes and then people get to walk around if they have a certain kind of pass. There were thousands of people down there and it seemed strange to have so many human beings walking around these cars as they're about to race. Right. But he was, when he talked to Shaq, here's what I noticed. (laughs) Everybody is kind of stuck. It's a big crowd. Everyone's stuck. Martin's like squeezing his way through. The cameraman's (laughs) having a hard time. It really looks like an uncomfortable situation for him to be in. Shaq, however, (laughs) the crowd literally parts parts for Shaq because he's so big. He's a giant among men. How big can a human being get? Shaq big. That's how big a human can get. That man, that motherfucker is huge. And he looks so nice. He, but he just, I guess he didn't like Martin. I'm not sure. He just, <laughs> he had no, no interest. time for Martin. Yeah. I mean, listen, <laughs> anybody else in their right mind, huge race in Vegas, live ESPN, F1, you know, Sky Sports across the world. Uh, Martin Brundle pays attention to you, gives you your 15 seconds when clearly millions and millions and millions of people around the world are watching this. Shaq is the only one who doesn't care because Shaq's the only one who doesn't need to care. He's like, <laughs> he I am famous no matter what, Martin. I don't need yeah. to talk to you. Go Lewis Hamilton. That's it. That's all he said. <laughs> Speaking of famous... Well, all- well, he's done a lot here in Atlanta, too, just to make Martin Brundle? No, <laughs> Shaq. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he just rebuilt that Krispy Kreme, like one of those yeah, OG ones. Yeah, the one ones. down in Ponce. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He's, it looks good. It's he nice. told a 60 Minutes reporter once, I'll never forget this, that he can eat three of those boxes... In oh, a sitting. I believe it. Yeah. He's like, I order three boxes. I'll eat them by myself. And he's into the Burger Kings. I, I met him yeah. one time when we were working down at the radio station. Uh-huh. He bought that Burger King. He was one of the, remember he started, oh, no, that was Magic Johnson. I'm sorry. Magic okay. Johnson. Magic <laughs> Magic Johnson, who's also a big human being, by the way. Yes. Uh, and then he bought a bunch of movie theaters, too. But one day I walked into that Burger King and uh, lo and behold, guess who's there? Shaq. No. Uh, Magic Johnson. No, Magic Johnson. (laughs) He was recording a commercial or something. I don't know what he's doing. They had a camera crew with him. Uh, Speaking of famous all around the world, my mother, 
Yes. We had my mom's Thanksgiving on Sunday because it's a split family. And I, I know a lot of people, this will resonate with a lot of people, split mm-hmm. family. And when you have split family, the people with the most children get to determine <laughs> where you're going for the family holiday. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Yep. So everyone comes over to our house. It's just one of those things. It's easier for us to be here and let sure. everyone else come over than rather to than pack to pack everything yeah. up and go. That's yeah. right. And besides blue, everyone is relatively well behaved. <laughs> oh my God, Chrissy, Speaking I can't take it anymore. I just can't take it anymore. Blue's like, she yeah. just can't, I don't know. She's, she has doggy dementia or something. I feel like she's getting into Nico territory now <laughs> because she is literally just barking at nothing. And I, I think to myself, Blue, what, what's going on in that little brain of yours? We had a little conversation here in the studio the other night. I was so frustrated. Yes. Mm-hmm. The whole studio broke. I had no idea why. I have to reset everything. It took me, it's a four-hour production. <laughs> I, and I, I really never got to the bottom of it. I, I just reset everything and it happened to work again. But so in my frustration, I say to myself, you know what? Petting a dog always releases some stress. Yeah, it Come does. here, Blue. Get up on my lap and let's pet. And I'm petting Blue. And <laughs> all of a sudden, she just, <laughs> and I was like, what in the, f- why are you barking? <laughs> why? What? <laughs> I'm barking right now. I swear she's going to try and come in this studio. <laughs> she'll push her way in. Yeah, she'll push her way in. She loves to be right at Chrissy's feet. She, she knows Chrissy will treat her better than I will. <laughs> Chrissy won't yell at her. She's got a cute little face. And she's adorable. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on with her. Anyway, so everyone comes over. My mom's over here. My mom, for ever since we recorded that last episode with her, where mm-hmm. we were talking about the country peddler, <laughs> she has been so like persistent about hearing this particular episode. When she we wants were, to hear herself. She wants to hear herself. Mm-hmm. Like I can understand if I had been on something and it wasn't my normal day job, then I would want to hear myself also. Now I'm sick of hearing myself, but you know, I'd <laughs> want to hear myself. So my mom has been asking for weeks, you know, hi, honey, I want to know how, to to, how do I dial up the podcast? Is there a place where I can call and listen to it? And I'm like, no mom, we don't have that. That sounds cool, but no, we don't. <laughs> are you on shuttle too? Yeah. Are you? <laughs> Right after Judge Judy? It's Judge Judy. Can I play it after Judge Judy? Sure, Mom. Try that. Just talk to your remote. She didn't even have one of those remotes you can talk to, but <laughs> press the remote and tell it you want to listen to the commercial break. <laughs> so yesterday, the first thing she says when she walks in the door, I want to listen to the show. Can she put it on the podcast for me? And everybody's like, oh, no. Like Everybody's <laughs> like, oh, come on, Mom. No one wants to hear my podcast on Thanksgiving. No one. No one wants to hear my podcast on any Normally. other day. Yeah. Not on Thanksgiving Day, not on any other day. Does anyone listen to Brian more than they have to? So after dinner, we've been playing music through this speaker. And I say, she keeps asking, she keeps asking. And I keep telling her, no, mom, I don't want to hear my own voice. Please let me have one day where I'm not listening to my own bullshit. And one of the, my brother's girlfriend is like, oh, it's okay. You know, just put it on. All the kids are playing in the living room. Just put it on. She can listen to it. So my mom is in the dining room with my brother's girlfriend. Carry in. <laughs> yes. I put the speaker on the table. I press play, and instantaneously, I'm just too sick of it. Like I go, no, mom, no, honestly, let's not listen to this. Like it's an hour of bullshit. I don't want to listen to it. Oh, I want to hear it. I want to hear myself on the podcast. Oh, no, no, no. Astrid goes, let me get a pair of earphones for your mom. Oh, there you go. Who's never worn earphones before? <laughs> so Astrid has to put them in her ear through the whole nine yards, and then we tee up the podcast on her phone. We show her hot. Well, Chrissy, I'm telling you what. For an hour, we didn't hear from my mom. My mom, <laughs> except a, occasional laughing, she'd be like, <laughs> "You're so funny." And I'm, so she's not talking to anybody directly. And then she'd be like, "Oh, that's really good. I like that one." Oh, so Brian's so funny. <laughs> that's all you hear coming from the, the the living room. The in the living room from the dining room is my mom randomly making comments about the podcast. <laughs> oh, I remember that with Country Fedler. Oh, that crazy. She's so funny. <laughs> So my little boy comes up to me and he goes, Daddy. Yes, son. Why is grandma talking to herself? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Just leave her alone. Yeah. She, she was gone for thing. an hour. Yeah. So we first of all, we solved the problem. Am I, we need to have a break from my mom. We just put on the podcast. Exactly. But second of all, my mom just thought she was just so funny. And she thought you were so funny. She thought <laughs> I was so funny. She was literally belly it. laughing. She loved it. She loved it. Aw. So she says, oh. I got the podcast on my phone. Can you teach me how to download all of them? I'll listen to every one of them. And I'm like, no, mom, <laughs> no, 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 no. So she's been asking this morning. She's been texting me. And I, I just sent her a link to the website. And I'm like, oh, you can listen to it here. But my mom will have no right. idea what to no. do when she gets there. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep telling her to press the... <laughs> I'm going to go, mom, press the web... Tell the web... Press your remote control on your TV. Press your TV remote control. 
Tell the phone. Hi, honey. How do I play the podcast on the links? I don't have links on my phone. That's what she said yesterday. She goes, I don't don't have have links links on my phone. (laughs) I'm like, okay, well. Hi, honey. I've been trying to get the podcast. I have the links, but I don't know what to do. Okay, listen. Do you have your TV remote? Yeah. Okay, get your car keys. (laughs) Okay, I got that. Do you have your key card to get into the building? Yeah, I got to go get that, but okay, what do you do? Tap the key card on your phone. (laughs) Okay. Write this down, Mom. Okay, I'm writing. Okay. What I need you to do is tap the key card on your phone. Okay, okay, I take that. Okay, now take your key fob, and I want you to press it three times until until you hear the locking sound. (laughs) Okay, hear the locking sound, all right, okay. Then take your TV remote. Okay, do that, yeah. Tell it to remote, play the commercial break, and then... And then I want you to take the phone, put it outside your door, <laughs> and come back in a half an hour and it'll play itself. Okay, all right. I got those instructions. Okay, honey, I'm going to go listen to the podcast. Okay, Mom, <laughs> talk to you in a couple hours. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Keep my mom occupied for <laughs> <Yeah>. days. <laughs> Just keep telling her different ways to do it. <laughs> I know. I told her Veer, like I was telling her about the Veer interview uh-huh. that we did. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, he sounds like such a nice young man. That sounds so wonderful. Why did he get his appendix taken out again? I go, he bullshitted. He didn't actually have to get his appendix taken out. And she was like, oh, oh I didn't know they took your appendix out when it didn't need to come out. I'm like, mom, they don't need to take your appendix out. <laughs> That's the funny part of the joke. Oh, it's a joke. Well, it wasn't a joke to him then, but it's a joke to him now. Oh, I don't understand. Don't worry about it, mom. Just, just. <laughs> Put it out of your brain. You don't need to know, Mom. No one's all that concerned. <laughs> My mom <laughs> is so clueless when it comes to technology. I know. She's going to spend weeks trying to figure out how to get that <laughs> get that podcast <laughs> up and dialed up. I'm going to tell her, uh, talk in your TV remote and tell her, tell her, tell it, Martin Brundle, play the commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Brundle. <laughs> the Scrundle Bundle? Scrundle Brundle. <laughs> That's such a funny name, Martin Brundle. It is. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and for all those who were asking, because some people were, we had chili. We did chili for my oh, Thanksgiving. So. A little chili. chili yeah, we, we made that whole commentary about how. Do you have like a chili cook-off? No, Astrid just made chili for okay. the first time ever. And it was fucking delicious. Nice. I got to be honest. Astrid. She did it. She kicked it out, knocked it out of the park. She really did. I mean, that was a wholly American dish. And some people may think easy to cook, but no, not for me. Nay, says Brian, not for me. Chili or anything else for that matter, not easy to cook. But Astrid knocked it out of the park. All right. She really did. I like your chili Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then we have had all the accoutrements. Right. Somebody cheddar cheese. Crumble co- cheddar cheese, sour cream, mm-hmm. chips, olives if you want to, jalapenos if you dare. Then some of the kids, some of the guys, uh, my brothers brought over like chips and dip type stuff for the beginning. It was a lovely, lovely evening. It was a lovely evening here at the Green household, except for Blue. Except for Blue, <laughs> right. <laughs> I eventually had to give her the liquid Xanax just to calm her down. We have this she stuff. She's overstimulated. Yeah, we have this stuff called Cilio. Cilio. It's like you put it under the gums and then it gets absorbed into the gums. It's for when they're at periods of high anxiety. So really... A hundred percent of the time, right. I'm able to give it to Blue. Time. Yeah, I, I talked to my doctor about this at the event, and and he said, "Listen, anytime she's getting too anxious, you feel free to go ahead and you know give her one, but don't give her too much." Mm-hmm. So I say, "Okay." So it's one of those. I don't ever seen this. It's a syringe, and then it's got a twisting mechanism on the top of it. You've probably never seen this because you don't have an animal at your house, but mm-hmm. it's got a twisting mechanism at the top. And what you do is the syringe is preloaded with like I don't know. Let's call it twelve millimeter milliliters of this. Okay, liquid. Liquid. It's a gel. So you take, and then, and then the the top of the syringe, the part, the, the plunger, mm-hmm. has got lines, little dots. So it's got twelve dots on it, and you take the circular locking mechanism, and you pull it up, and you twist it, and it locks so that on the dot. So you say, if I want to give the dog two One dots, dose. you pull it up two dots, you lock it, and then you push it. Okay, and it won't let you push too much in its mouth. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's like a safety mechanism, right? A dosing mechanism. So I give her two dots and she's remarkably much more calm. She's in a happy good, place. She's good. under the Christmas tree rolling around <laughs> trying to get at the thing. She's like a cat. She turns into a cat, like a dope, dope cat. But there was one time. Did I tell you this? There was one time when Astrid, there was like a lightning storm or something outside. And that's a great time to give the dog when you hear they thunder. Get scared, they, yeah. Blue, I don't know if she gets scared, but she barks. Mm. <laughs> well, because. <laughs> That's nothing new. It's nothing new. <laughs> Anytime she hears noise, she has to make noise back. She's kind of like me on the podcast. Anytime I hear noise, I have to make noise back. 
So Astrid says, should I give her some Celio? Yes, give her some Celio. So the answer is always yes. Oh, the answer is always yes. <laughs> so five minutes later, I can hear the running down the hallway. Honey, yes, I uh, I gave the dog. This is Astrid. She's like, I accidentally gave the dog twelve milliliters of the gel. <laughs> The locking mechanism didn't work. I pushed it all in her mouth. And I'm like, holy oh, shit. No. Oh, fuck. And I thought to myself, what do I do here? Do I let it roll? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or do I call poison control, take her to the vet? <laughs> well, you know, as much as I bitch about Blue, she is my puppy and I have a responsibility. We have a responsibility yeah. to her and we do love her. She's the family pet. <laughs> So I run, I poison control, and then I call some special vet poison control. They give me a phone number, and I call, and I'm like, what do I do here? They don't even know what the medication is at first. They're not even clu- – they're a little clueless. But this is given to lots of dogs. So after some time of research, the gentleman comes back on the phone, and he says, well, I think it's okay. I think you're going to be okay, but I want you to watch the dog really closely. Mm-hmm. If it looks like it's passed out, if you can't op- she can't open her eyes, if you can't get her to wake up, you got to take her immediately to the vet. But as of right now, I think you're going to be okay. Just like the chances out. of an overdose, you'd have to give her a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Chrissy never has more peace than in my house <laughs> for an extended period of time than the time Astrid gave 12 dots of Celio to the dog. <laughs> and I sometimes think to myself, well, should I just do it again? Could I just accidentally not lock the locking mechanism like Astrid did? Could I accidentally give her more than I'm supposed to? Would that be morally or legally allowed? I've decided no, but it's right. a very it's a gray area. It's a gray you think area, about it. Chrissy. I think about it all the time in my dreams. <laughs> well, didn't I give you some of that uh, pet CBD stuff? Oh Lord, that made her crazy. <laughs> It's like me. It's like, you know, I love the thought of getting doped up on some gummies and laying down at night. But really what happens is I just get paranoid and keep myself up thinking about all the bad things that are about to happen. <laughs> uh, we gave her CBD. We've I given was her, hoping that would work. Uh, it didn't. It didn't. You know what? I, I'll tell you the truth. It did help a little bit. But I noticed that she was like a little crazier than normal. She was like like batting her ears and running into the wall a little bit. She was definitely doped up, but I don't think it calmed her down necessarily. Maybe uh. for a few minutes it did, but then she just got like a, a certain kind of crazy that I didn't care for. And so <laughs> I've decided to back off the CBD. And the CBD isn't even the kind that gets you crazy, is it? No. It's not even supposed to get you high. What are all these gummies that everyone, you know, I go to the local head shop here to, yeah. get, to get something, uh-huh. to get something appropriate. Your like, bongs. Yeah, I got to get my bongs and my <laughs> bullet. I got to get my bullet for the... <laughs> For the Disney Junior on ice and I'm going to go on. <laughs> you know, I got to do a little blow. I'm f- just following up on the TikTok challenge from the guy at the LA game. Right, <laughs> right. And now they're selling nitrous oxide, the food product. They're selling the tanks. Oh, wow. Like an entire half a tank they're selling for like 150 bucks. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, this would have been the best day of my life to right. find out. We used to buy the whippets in a can or you have to go mm-hmm. get whipped cream. Not anymore, kids. You can just walk in and ask for nitrous oxide. They give it to you. Just any vape store. So I go to this head shop and there's two guys that are looking over this. It's a huge head shop. And they're looking over the glass counter, uh, the glass case that has all the gummies in it. So they leave. I check out. There's a girl standing behind the counter. And I say, what's the gummies all about? She goes, oh, well, let me tell you. Are you a fan of gummies? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, me and Chrissy, we dibbity-dab all the time. <laughs> Giggity gummies, dibbity-dab, fruity nipples, you know, whatever it is, the green ganja. I don't know. We're, we're all about it. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're trying to act like you do. Yeah, like, this girl's like 21 and I'm trying to like, you know. <laughs> no, in the head shop, you, you definitely don't watch college football. <laughs> You listen to the third Grateful Dead show from 1977 at the Beacon Theater. That's what you do. So I'm asking her and she goes, oh, yeah, well, listen, if you like gummies, normally I don't like gummies. They don't hit me the right way, right? I like to get, I, I like stuff that's a little bit harder, if you know what I mean. And they have to use all this code language and everything in there. You know, when you're asking about the nitrous oxide, it's a food additive. It's oh, a food product. Okay. I'm using it to make the most whipped cream any <laughs> right, human being has ever, ever made in one, at one time. Yeah. <laughs> So I ask about the gummies, and she says, oh, well, these, you know, I don't know what they call them, froggy froggers. These froggy <laughs> froggers, you should try them. 
I had some last night. I'm telling you what, I was in outer fucking space. Really? And I go, is it even legal to sell these in Georgia? And she goes, well, they're THC nine. And I go, oh, okay. Like nine times the THC than the normal? And she's like, no, there's like THC nine. You know, there's THC one, two, three. Yeah, a, there's like B, different nine, strains. Eight. I think Delta eight is Delta another eight. one. And yeah. THC nine. So I do a little homework when I get home about this because I'm thinking to myself, well, I thought THC is illegal in Georgia. But what they do is they chemically engineer it and then they change a compound or they take so much, they take CBD extract and they ex- then they boil it down to its most essential. Like CBD has 3% THC in it or something legally by law. Uh-huh. Well, then they boil it down, compound it all together, and throw it into a gummy. But that kind of THC is not the kind of THC you're supposed to get high on. Right. So people go fucking nuts. So I start going down this rabbit hole watching all these <laughs> YouTube videos of these people who have taken like, you know, Delta 8, Delta 9, THC 7, whatever the fuck it is. I don't want to get, the, I don't wanna get it wrong. People are off their noodles. Really? They are, they, and they look like wet noodles. They're literally like, oh, they look like one of those things at the car dealership, you know? Uh, right. The, the, the floating thing. Yeah, the air thing. <laughs> yeah. They're going crazy. They're talking gibberish. They're not making any sense. And I'm thinking to myself, that's not something, that doesn't sound like and a fun Saturday themselves. Night Live. And filming themselves. Well, no, it's their friend filming. I'm putting okay. on YouTube forever. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what a time to be alive. What a fucking time to be alive. Poor kids. I know. <laughs> no fun. They have no yeah. fun whatsoever because everyone <laughs> records them. And then mm-hmm. that one thing they did in seventh grade that was embarrassing is on YouTube forever. Yes. Or that one time they got broken up with is video recorded and on TikTok forever. It's a tough life. I feel bad for the teenagers growing up today because it's it's so it must be so difficult to navigate. Anyway, their friends are all recording them doing these Delta 8, Delta 9, <laughs> okay. whatever. Yeah. Chrissy, that doesn't look like much fun whatsoever. No. It really doesn't. They go crazy. They're like in a K-hole or something. Have you ever done the Delta 8s? Uh, no. you never done the Delta 8s? You know mm-hmm. anybody that does? No. No, because you just take the extra step to get some mail. To, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like, okay, let me go to L.A. and when I go to in LA, Colorado. Yeah, but I guess when you're 17 or 16 and you don't have access to that get. kind of stuff, you take what you can get. Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you what, there were two grown-ass adult men buying those gummies. That's yeah. When I walked in, that's what initially piqued my interest as I heard them talking to the lady about the gummies. And I was like, oh, wow, they sell gummies? Like... Clearly, they don't. In Tennessee, when I was going to Pigeon Forge, they have completely misleading signs all over the place. When you get up into the mountains, you know, uh-huh. THC factory, only the best, highest quality, gets you high, whatever, you know, <laughs> da 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 Doesn't, didn't say that for real, but there's... And then I drive by the shop, and it, it has advertisements about your weed store, your pot life, your everything. So we get to the cabin and i'm like wow we can buy weed in tennessee i didn't know that i google it no you can't buy weed in tennessee <laughs> it's still very illegal in tennessee yeah what they're doing is they're selling these knockoff products right. as actual they're advert it's it's misleading at mm-hmm. best is it thc i guess technically it's thc is it weed it comes from hemp but it's not really actual weed but yeah. uh, that didn't stop the entire parking lot from being full up there in Pigeon Forge. They were getting people coming and going. Unbelievable. Why are we still doing this stupid fucking podcast? Why don't we have a head shop? We need to go into that business. You guys want your Delta 8, Delta 9 gummies? You cannot buy them from us. I'm not even sure what the legality of me saying this is right now, but you cannot buy them from us. But keep a lookout for the TCBTHC the TCBTHC like store opening up. Sooner rather than later in a neighborhood close to yours. All right, let's uh, take a short break. And then I got some good stuff for you that's going to lead into the next episode, Chrissy. We got a double banger today. Nice. A double header. You know how many times I've had double head? (laughs) I came close that one time at the Olympics. (laughs) But they sent me out for beer. Yeah, they sent you away. (laughs) Uh, They did. And I'm going to send you away to listen to some of our commercials. And then we'll be back. Okay, Brian. Shh. Let me give the people what they want our social media handles. Follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. If, like all my hinge dates, you are thirsty for more, give us a call and leave us a message at 626-ASK-TCB3 or send us a text, no sexting please, at 855-TCB-8383. And of course, go to tcbpodcast.com to see everything there is to see. Now let's hear from our sponsors and then the show must go on. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Since? Well, let me get to it. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to give like a pregnant pause there. 
And please don't be pregnant. <laughs> no more children. No. Uh, it's been a while since we checked in on our boy, John Anthony oh. Lifestyle. John Anthony Lifestyle has it's been an amazing ride for us. We have not he's not Frankie B level. He's certainly not Teresa Caputo level. He hasn't gone to Mountain Monsters yet, but we've done two or three videos <laughs> with John Anthony, who is a purported uh pickup artist, a PUA out there on the internet. It's very popular, he gets hundreds of thousands of views on every video. He's got a whole system that you can buy and you know, consulting that you can call. We actually tried to set an appointment <laughs> with the guy. Yeah. It didn't work. Um, is he and, the one that's in Brazil? Yes, he's the one that's in Brazil. <laughs> he's in Brazil. If you've been paying attention to the commercial break longer than a couple months, you'll probably have heard one of these videos. Um, I don't see his girlfriend with him anymore, though. Oh, yeah, well, Brazil. She got wise. Yeah. He's in Brazil with some girl that he calls Brazil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just calls her Brazil. That's not her fucking name. And reportedly, reportedly, supposedly, allegedly, she is a paid spokesperson for John Anthony Lifestyle. <laughs> She's like a, a sex worker that's been paid. But we don't know that for sure. He never says that on the video. But there's a lot of commentary online that, that points in that direction. Well, and, and it would make sense. I mean, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. And, and she seems kind of smart when yeah. she talks. So I don't think she's buying his bullshit either. Yeah. But if you get paid $1,000 per video, I would probably do it too. Um, just like an we, actress. Yeah, it's just like we told Veer. We have our morals. We have our scruples. Unless someone wants to pay us a lot of money to talk about it, then we'll do it. <laughs> exactly. Money talks. Yeah, money talks. And uh, here we're desperate for money. So uh, feel free to send your donations. <laughs> PayPal, tcb at uh, .com. So John Anthony, I've been keeping an eye on his videos every once in a while, okay, waiting good. for a good one to come up. I've, there's been a lot of, he does breakdowns of other PUAs. Oh, he does I saw a that. lot yeah. of that. A lot. And we did one one time. Mm -hmm. He does a lot of breakdowns of other PUAs. And I got to be honest. The only time that I agree with John Anthony about anything that he says is when he's making fun of other PUAs. And there he's perfectly on point, but he's missing the irony of the video, exactly. which is that's the same shit he's spewing. It's, he's, it's just a different mouth, different eyes, same bullshit. So I saw a video the other day. It caught my attention. I thought we must go over this one. This, this may outlast one episode. We may have to take this into Friday. But I'm telling you right now, the title of the video should tell you all you need to know. How to pick up strippers. Ooh. How to pick up strippers. <laughs> this is something I might know a little bit about. I, I think you do. How to pick up strippers. Work at a gas station at 3 o'clock in the morning when they're drunk and they come in. And then live with them while they have an affair with their actual boyfriend mm -hmm. in the same room. The That's how you do it. Yes, the landscaper. <laughs> the landscaper was mowing her lawn indeed. <laughs> so without further ado, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. Let's take let's check in on John here. Oh, look, he's got a new oh, platinum platinum dating, dating system. Oh my God. <laughs> the sign, the neon sign. The neon sign of a stripper up against uh, a, a pole, pole with her yep. nude boobs everywhere. <laughs> Say I'm a custom. Tell me you're a chauvinist without <laughs> saying a word. Yeah. Platinumdatingsystem.com, which is the worst URL I've ever heard of. I don't even think half your audience knows how to spell platinum or dating. And so, and then also the lovely neon stripper mm. pole. Nothing says what a nice guy I came home with tonight <laughs> than the neon sign. Yeah. Oh, let me turn off. Let me turn on the lights in here. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> yeah, just like a big neon vag. I know it's it's next to like a nice plant. Oh my too. god, Chrissy! <laughs> this looks like between two ferns. It's like it's got to be a joke, right? All right, let's take a listen. I don't, I don't know if we want to go down this rabbit hole, but we're on our way. Here we go, John Anthony talking about how to pick up strippers. What's up, guys? John What's Anthony up? here from John Anthony Lifestyle. In today's video, we're going to be talking about stripper game. How do you routinely hit on and successfully pick up strippers who are working at a strip club? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Those strippers look like they were, they were it was like a... <laughs> It was like an outtake from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> that was so weird. So John put up some stock video. I imagine stock video because it was nicely shot. Right. Of some strippers clothes, but on, up against a pole. Mm -hmm. And they looked weird, like scary weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> it, starting off right. Without paying anything, without having to kiss their ass or, or do anything like a customer would. Oh, because that's exactly <laughs> why those girls are there. Right. To not be paid. <laughs> 
and not hear compliments about themselves. It's the two things strippers really hate. Yeah. is being paid and hearing nice things about themselves. <laughs> Putting the science back in seduction, which makes no sense whatsoever. That's his tagline, putting the science back in seduction. <laughs> no. I didn't know seduction had science mm, in it. He's got the formula. Well, he does. Well, to be fair to John, there are some similar letters in both words. Yeah. I think there's an S, an E, an N. Yeah, I guess you could spell ish science yeah. <laughs> incorrectly with seduction. So in this video, I'm going to go through my 14-point checklist. 14? And you can think of it. 14 points. <laughs> I've been to okay. a couple of strip clubs in my life, Chrissy, and I don't think I could remember two no, points. No, I know. <laughs> Anytime I've been to a strip club, there is a level of inebriation. Yes. Yeah, it's not like someone got me to go there perfectly sober. Like this. The more the things that you do on the checklist, the higher your chances are to get any particular stripper. If you just do a couple of things, it's not... Did you... They have different camera angles. Did you see the camera angle there? No, I didn't. You didn't? That. Okay, let me see if I can scroll. Look. Oh. There's a naked woman. So they changed oh. the camera angle. <laughs> and then he's got a statue of a naked torso. Headless. Yeah. Headless head naked torso. Yeah. It, it's skin colored, by the yeah. way. It's not even like a granite statue or something nice. It's a headless, nude, female torso. <laughs> Nothing says like, I'm about to get murdered. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Oh my gosh, this guy. A couple of things, it's not going to be nearly as effective if you do most of the things. And this is tried and true, tested and proven. Okay, I've slept with lots and lots of strippers over the course of my life. <laughs> what a douche. What a douche, Chrissy. What a douche. It's tested, tried and tested. Oh, my God. You know, I, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to frame this. I'm just going to come out and say it. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. Honestly, mm -hmm. oh, I've slept with a lot of strippers and my 14 point checklist is guaranteed, tried and true, tested to get your dick wet with the girls on stage. You don't have to pay a dollar, say anything to them. Just check off the list and you'll be going home with the hottest tits at all the club. My name is John Anthony Lifestyle. It's actually just John Anthony, but I put the lifestyle there. Pretty cool, huh? Platinum dating systems for you to get strippers. InBed14PointCheckList.com <laughs> And made multiple into girlfriends, which usually ended in flames. But it's kind of a, a wild ride. Okay, there's a lot of real big highs and real low lows and everything in between. I'm going to go over that. Let's just paint all strippers as crazy human beings. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Just go for it. And why, I mean, after saying that, then why would you even want to be then with one? He's just trying yeah. to get his Geiger mm. counter to go up one more. Yeah. He must be at like 15,000 by now. <laughs> He, I don't know. Looks like a syphilis of the face or something. I just, this guy is so weird. A checklist. If you're new to the channel, please subscribe to never miss a video every single day. And if you're finding value, please hit that like button to support the video. So number one, the overarching rule. Okay, the number one overarching rule is you need to stay out of the customer frame. Okay, so you can think of it like this. When you're in a strip club, Say that the girl looks at all the different guys and she sees them all as like this red color, which represents loser, beta, customer. Okay, he's just looking to to pay to get attention or pay Wait, to, to hear some fake compliments. <laughs> Stay out. Make yourself not a customer at the store. <laughs> Just walk around nonchalantly. Yeah. You're beta, you're a loser, your dick is small, you don't even have hair under your armpits, you're still a man-child, you live with your mommy, you play video games all day long, or there's you. Yeah. Or you. Stay out of that frame. What you want to do is every time they look your way, jump to the left. Right. Jump to the right. <laughs> Stay out of the frame. What is he fucking talking about? I don't know. I think he's going to explain. I can't wait to hear this. I'm sorry, but those girls are working. They're yeah. not going to take the time to find out what kind of personality you have. They don't give a shit. It's from the girl, and she doesn't respect those guys, and she sees them as just customers. Now, you're going to present yourself in stark contrast to the other customers, and you're going to be breaking that customer frame so that you stand out as like this blue color, and that's going to be refreshing. And she's going to be like, what if I paint myself <laughs> like a blue man group guy? <laughs> John Anthony said this would work. <laughs> yes, and I bring in those tubes, and I'm like, <laughs> I have one of those drums. What if I bring a calliope in? 
<laughs> One of those machines. They that, would definitely see uh, differently. Of course they would. <laughs> I'll just paint my dick blue and just have it hanging out of my Lululemon trousers. <laughs> wow, who's this guy? This guy seems like the man. This guy seems high value, et cetera, et cetera. I want to know more about this guy. The first item, as I said... I can guarantee you, any stripper that's saying that in their own heads thinks you have a big pocketbook. Yes. <laughs> because they're there to make money. They're not there to find a boyfriend. I would bet if you polled... Uh, if you went to the Cheetah right now and pulled the hundred dancers that they may have working at any given time, 98 of them are going to say, there's no chance under any circumstances in any world that I am going home and going to be uh, in a relationship with any of my customers. It's just bad business. Yeah. Is to break the customer frame. So you have to constantly keep that in mind. And that's going to apply to a lot of the rest of these points. Number he, two, he still hasn't said anything. Yeah, you still anything. haven't said anything. How do you do that? <laughs> you got, you got to get close to him. How do you get close to him? You got to pay them yeah. because that's what they do for a living. Yep. You want to cement yourself as industry. This whole notion of us versus them. <laughs> as okay. industry. So, so far, I'm painting myself like a blue man. I'm walking in, I'm super gluing my feet <laughs> to the floor. <laughs> what are you doing? Cement yourself as industry? I'm a blue man, <laughs> captain of titan of industry. <laughs> Attention everyone in the strip club. I am blue, the titan of industry. I have cemented myself in the middle of this floor with my calliope and my blue man group paint. And I will not leave until you see me outside of the frame. <laughs> It all makes perfect sense now, yeah. John. You don't want to be the customer who's just there to pay money, to get her attention and, and to get dances and so on and so forth. Instead, you want to act like you are like on the inside. Kind of. I, I love how... <laughs> <laughs> on the inside? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's me, John Anthony, Titan of Industry and Blue Man. Can I come in? <laughs> It's the dressing room. No, <laughs> I'm in. I'm on the inside. I, I, I'm one of you. <laughs> on the inside. You wish you were on the inside, John. Inside of the industry. So I'll tell a story about how I DJ electronic music. You don't want to be bragging. I'll just casually mention how I DJ electronic music. <laughs> what kind of other music would you DJ? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> As opposed hey, to the kind that do records. Yeah. I <laughs> DJ. By the way, I'm a DJ. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, so you're in the industry. You're in the industry. <laughs> Not only do I DJ, but I DJ electronic <laughs> music. Oh, thank God. The last guy who said he was in the industry came in with blue paint, stuck himself to the floor, and told me he had records he was still spinning. Well, clearly he's not in the industry if he's not DJing electronic music. <laughs> what a dum-dum. Oh, my God. This aids in the whole us versus them and helps further take you out of the customer frame. Number three, you can... So you just go in and lie about being a DJ? And all of a sudden you're in the industry? By the way, what does electronic music have to do with dancing? Nude on a stage. I don't get it. Is it because there's music playing in the place while they're dancing? Because uh, I, I go mean, into a Chili's and there's music I playing. I know. I mean, is he trying to say that you, uh, yeah, you lie yeah. and say you're a DJ at other strip clubs? That's is right. that what? I guess. I don't know. Okay. Welcome to Chili's. How many in your party? I, 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 I'm in the industry. I DJ electronic music. I don't know if you also noticed there was electronic music playing inside the Chili's. So, uh, We'll take the nicest table you have. <laughs> Chef's table, please. <laughs> Chef's. Right next to where they fry the awesome blossoms. <laughs> Egg, only the finest awesome blossom sauce for us, please. We're in the industry. I've cemented myself as the captain of Chili's industry. Tell a canned story about how... Oh, he said tell a, tell con? a He said tell a canned story, and he wrote it. Con. You can tell a con story. <laughs> Who's checking the spelling on his videos? He gets something wrong every he fucking does. time. Every time. Story about how strippers are your favorite type of girl to date. <laughs> because they're chill and down to earth. And you just said that they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they're chill. 
I refuse to paint with broad strokes like he does, but... So you're now you're going to lie. That's what you're going to do. You can also mention how you have dated strippers in the past, which is going to cement pre-selection. Other attractive strippers have approved of you, so that short circuits her value approval processes. <laughs> Are you, do you have to have to whip out a picture or something? <laughs> by the way, I've dated other strippers. Uh, by the way, I've dated other strippers. Uh, hot strippers. Just only hot strippers. <laughs> oh, he's pre-selected. <laughs> Girls! The guy with blue paint on outside that's glued himself to the floor? That's a DJ of electronic music? Not to be confused with unelectronic music. He has dated other hot strippers. He's pre-selected. <laughs> ding, 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 He's pre-selected. And it also social proofs you. So I basically say that as a DJ, I meet a lot of girls. And social don't proofs like girl- you. Social proofs you. What's that? What's that? Is that like a bubble around you? <laughs> Keeps Facebook from bothering you? I'm not sure what's going on. Getting overprotective of my profession. And I say, I'm sure you can relate. Okay. And they're always like, they always light up. Okay. Because their number one pet peeve is guys getting jealous or bent out of shape about what they do. Okay. Their job and or judging them. You can sit down. Oh, yeah. No, I'm totally cool with (laughs) taking your clothes off for other guys. No No problem. problem. When I dated the dancer, I honestly got to say, it was kind of the least of my concern. Yeah. Like, I never really got all that fussed about it because I met her while, while <laughs> she was doing well, her job. The, the, fir- the first dancer that I dated, I did not, I met her at a BP. I did not meet her. But she told me immediately what she did for a living. It was like within the first 15 seconds of conversation. And I don't know. Then how can I be bothered by that? I chose. Brian, I'm that's choosing. why she dated you. That's right. Well, you should have seen how she lit, <laughs> lit up, up when I was like, yeah. by the way, I don't care who you want to have sex with. I am literally, uh, I'm literally a beta. I don't give a shit. <laughs> she lit up. And then she also decided to go sleep with other men. She, she put that to the test. <laughs> I've dated some strippers before, and I think they're actually really cool. They normally get a bad rep, but they're like really down to earth chicks that are like super carefree and fun. And like, you know, I really like they're my favorite type of girl to date, blah, blah, blah. For the rest of these, okay, this is three of the tips out of the 14. Before we continue through the rest of them, okay, download my free PDF, which is my seven secrets for building a pipeline. Free ebook. In two weeks or less. You can go to the info card in the corner. Or to attract to and a quality pick- girls. Yeah, by the way, he's selling a book called Free Ebook, Seven <laughs> Modern Dating Se- uh, Secrets to Attract and Date Quality Girls. If the spelling and grammar on his videos are any indication of what you're going to get on the ebook, yeah, then... Yeah, he, he, he misspelled attract. It says attacked. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> what are you doing, John? I mean, God forbid you have some kind of actual like problem, you know, dyslexia or something like that. I don't want to make fun of you because I I do know people that have that. But every it's single check. it's yeah, spell check. <laughs> every single one of his videos has some kind of huge spelling error every time he puts something on the screen. It's insane. All right, let's finish it on the next video. That's a good place to break Yay. from there. We'll get into it. Let's, on the we next gotta go episode. download the ebook. Oh, yeah. I already did it. (laughs) I was doing it right here. Perfect. I downloaded it when I was painting myself blue, (laughs) waiting for my mom to call me back (laughs) on how to get the podcast going. (laughs) No, mom, you got to put it further outside, further outside. (laughs) Leave it there overnight. It's got to cook. The podcast has to warm up, honey. That's the way it works, mom. Sorry. I'm in the industry. I know. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You're on the side. I'm in the industry. I know. All right. Okay. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to tell you to go to tcbpodcast.com. That's where you find out more information about Chrissy and I, more information about our guests, links to Instagrams and YouTubes and all that good stuff. You want to find out more about Veer, our guest earlier this week, you can go to the website. We'll put, we have some more information up there. We've got links to his videos and stuff like that. I want to thank Veer again for coming on. It was such a pleasant experience. Fun. Yeah, it really was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also get your free piggy fronting sticker, number five in our series. It's free to you. Go to the website, hit the contact us button, drop down menu. I want my free sticker. Give us your address. We'll send it out the door every seven to 10 days. We send those packages off. So it might take a couple weeks to get to you, but don't worry. It's coming. Leave Astrid alone. (laughs) 
Poor girl. She's trying to raise the 18 children we have around here <laughs> and be the executive producer of the commercial break. It's really difficult, actually. It's a lot. It's a lot. 626-ASK-TCB, the number three. That's 1626-ASK-TCB, the number three. Toll free anywhere in the world. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. You want to ask my mom a question? She'll be back on the show in a couple of weeks. Load those up, text them to me, or you can send us, you can leave us a voicemail. You can call that phone number, leave us a voicemail. If you do that, you may be on the commercial break. I may use that voicemail. So please be mindful of what you say. Now we have three voicemails we can run, by the way. Sweet. We have like 10 voicemails, but seven <laughs> of them are people just fucking with us, and three of them are voicemails we can run. So that coming up. There you go. Uh, what else do I got to say? Oh, at the commercial break on Instagram, TCB podcast on TikTok. And we certainly would appreciate it. YouTube.com slash the commercial break. Subscribe, like on your favorite videos. The full Veer Das episode with the interview will be up in just a day or two. So go check it out. All right, Chrissy, I guess that's all I can do for today. I think so. But I'll tell you that I love you. I love you. I'll say best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. If you got a softie in your brain, you're going to have a softie in your pants. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>